cliffcentral.com. It is time, as it is uh, every second week here, we check in on what's going on in employment, what's happening in HR, and, of course, the awards for top employers uh, come into the spotlight. We get to hear from organizations who've been recognized for their excellence in developing their people. Professionals in the corporate world, you tune in and join the Twitter conversation with top employers from the African continent. Hashtag Top Employers 2015. Now... There's a big company called G4S, G4 Security. These guys are, are superb. They do a lot of work. They're all over the place. Their brand is everywhere. But how the hell do you get the right people in the right place in a company this big? How do you keep the right people in the right place? And more importantly, how do you plan for succession? Because ultimately, you can't hold on to anyone forever. And no one is indispensable. So to help us figure out the answers to these questions and hopefully to be able to give us some insight into how HR works, we've got Ilani Kruger here. Good morning, Ilani. Good morning, Gareth. Nice to meet you. Um, what is succession planning? Did I hit the nail on the head? It's basically making sure that when you have people in key positions, you have other people to take over from them if they disappear or get hit by a bus or decide to go and work for someone else. Yes, definitely. That is so. Um, what's also important is that you focus on your long-term vision for the business mm-hmm. and the skills that mm-hmm. you might need in future and making sure that you have the right pipelines and the right people right. that could fill those opportunities. So how do you begin to plan for these things? Because you can't really go up to the person who's in a job and say to them, by the way, that person over there is being trained to take over from you because we want you to leave. No, you can't do that, but (laughs) you can um, make it very interesting for people by saying, you know, if you aspire to this or that position, Mm -hmm. um, you should actually take responsibility for growing your own successor and attracting people either externally or internally. But hang on, Elani, if you expect me to train my successor, aren't I going to make myself redundant? Never, because if you work in a company like G4S, for example, Mm -hmm. we've got such a large footprint and we are always growing internal talent. So to give you an example, 70% of all our movements in the past year has been internal promotions or movements. Um, Therefore, we really encourage people to take ownership of their own career development. And by taking ownership of that, they have to look at, if I want to become a country manager, so... Who's going to replace you? I can't just move you because then there's a gap. So you ha- need to take ownership of that as well. So in other words, you train someone for your position with the idea that you're going to move to a better one. Yes. And that's inside a company. But doesn't it sometimes help for people to do succession planning with a view to the outside? Because, you know, you, otherwise it becomes very uh, in-house. It becomes a little bit uh, hokey. You end up with the same people in the same company for hundreds of years. And all they do is keep moving up. That is true, mm-hmm. but therefore you need a balance. Tell so me. you won't always keep people in your business, but even if they leave your business, they become your brand ambassadors because if they enjoyed working for you and they had an engaging and fulfilling career in your business, then in the end, when they leave your business, they will be your brand ambassador and have good things to say about your business, which then enable you to attract people into your business again. What if someone's terrible in learning? Not everybody's good at this stuff. You need to fire someone. They, they're not doing a good job, but you also need to, need to plan succession. Let's say they're in a key role. They do something that is very specialized. They're an expert in a certain field, and you need to replace them ASAP because they're a horrible person. Let's say they're deceitful. They lie. They steal. 
they're not necessarily part of the company culture. They're bad for everybody around them. They're toxic. So how quickly can you plan for them to be succeeded by someone else without letting them know? And also, is there a way to get rid of them according to you know modern labor laws where you can actually push them out gently? I do believe, and sometimes the push will not be that gently. But <laughs> <laughs> ah, good. So you can push hard as well. We can push hard as well. Um, and it's very important that whoever works for you, apart from having the right competency and skill, that they also embrace your values and that they really um, are engaged with the organization. So, yes, there are times when we have to say to people, let's, let's agree it's time to go. And then we normally, not always... But we try to have a not only an internal talent pipeline, but also external talent pipeline. So we're very active in sourcing people on a continuous basis. We um, have a very good um, career site. Um, we have expression of interest roles. Uh, we're active on LinkedIn. Um, right. We have um, a lot of networks. No, LinkedIn is important, right? LinkedIn is very important. We've got a good site. People can go and visit mm. our G4S site. Uh, we attract a lot of people through LinkedIn. Um, and then there's a lot of word of mouth um, in terms of networking as well what about um i'm always fascinated with a big company like this to find out how it is that some people just do not climb the ladder some people stay at a certain level because that's their level of competence and and somehow a lot of people are happy with that That how do you how do you identify which ones are ambitious for more and which ones can stay where they are so there's basically, if you look at potential for, for more senior positions, we look at three factors. Mm-hmm. So the one would be your, your knowledge and skill and your experience that you bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So your track record. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing would be um, your motivation. Mm-hmm. So your engagement. Mm-hmm. Are you really engaged? Do you want to work for this organization? Yeah. And the third one would be your aspiration. So we often find that especially with females, unfortunately, that they might not have the aspiration. Oh, really? But that they say, look, I am content with my job. Um, my family is more important to me. I don't necessarily want to move up the corporate ladder. Wow. So then you have to engage with them in terms of our development discussions, which we do by annually, and say, so how can we ensure that you, we retain you in the business and that you still have a fulfilling career? If, if you don't have that aspiration. Do we have specific challenges in South Africa that maybe they don't have anywhere else when it comes to succession planning? Um, the, also, I think there's, there's a number of things uh, in the South African market that, that could be. Um, we don't have an infinite pool of talent. And especially with globalization, what I've found is we get uh, some of our managers being attracted by companies in Australia, in Europe, in Asia, Middle East, right. because um, South African citizens in general are willing to travel the world. Right. Um, and they will embrace difficult situations or difficult environments that in, you know, some um, other countries or continents, people are not that likely to I mean, travel. I mean, the South Africans in Afghanistan, for God's sake. Yes. <laughs> what do we, what do we want to do in Afghanistan? Anyway, I, I, uh, one last thing quickly, because I think a lot of people want to know this. How big a role does mentoring play in succession management when you mentor someone? I think mentoring is very important, but you don't necessarily have to have a formal mentorship program. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to train your managers to be mentors and have the right aptitude 
and approach to people. So you can have a lot of developmental discussions with people, um, give them proper feedback, encourage them um, to invest in their own career and uh, invest in time in, in, in climbing the corporate ladder and, and giving them some uh, constructive feedback on how they can get there. Well, listen, Elani, thank you very much for popping by to tell us all of this this morning. The Regional Human Resource Director for G4S. So how many people do you have to look after there? Um, in Africa, uh, that's my remit, 122,000. That's a lot of people you're responsible for. How do you keep track? Good governance. <laughs> yeah, you're like a, a mini government all on your own, 120,000 people. Amazing. Thank you very much for coming to share your expertise with us this morning. Thank you, Ken. Great stuff. That's G4S and Ilani Kruger, the regional resource, uh, regional human resource director. And if you want to find out more, you can always go and check out Top Employers. Of course, we can continue this conversation on Top Employers on Twitter, hashtag Top Employers 2015. And, of course, Top Employers 2016 will all be announced on the 1st of October at Gallagher Estate. Stay tuned to cliffcentral.com for more. Thank you, Ilani. Very, very good. Cliffcentral.com